testing, testing, testing. I don't know what I've been told. Uh, 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 uh. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. I am Carmen, and I'm here with... Jose. And we are Jacked. Jacked. All right, guys, thank you so much for uh, tuning in. Uh, the first thing we want to do is we want to um, throw our disclaimer out yes. there. Um, and we want to make sure that people understand that we are not experts in any of the topics that we're going to talk about today. However, what we are doing is we're just putting our own perspective. We have done it. some research, but at the end of the day, you know, we, we are not the end all be all of, of knowledge when it comes to certain topics. Correct. So don't be mad at us. But feedback is always welcome. Please let us know what we could do better as we continue on with this uh, beautiful podcast that we're, we're doing. Absolutely. And if you are an expert and you have some things that you want to share with us, take, then please be yes, our guest. Yes, we, we will take any expert criticism. Um, we just, uh, you know. Or expert say, help. Yes, we just want to keep this rolling and, and see how it goes. All righty. So with that said, I also want to uh, talk about our little giveaway that we yes, have for exciting. our podcast. And um, so what we have is a gift card to Starbucks, Starbucks coffee. I have a gift card of $15 and um, I love, well, the reason is because I love coffee and I know that there's a lot of people out there that love coffee. I just happen to love Starbucks and, um, and I hope you guys like Starbucks <laughs> too. <laughs> Or hopefully you have a family member that <laughs> you can give it to. Or you have a family to. member that you can give it to. But $15, hey, you can't beat that, right? Since they're expensive anyway. But anywho, <laughs> so um, the way that you can win this $15 is if you tune in to our podcast and you are number 21 and you hear our secret word. So our secret word, we're going to be uh, in, uh, saying it in our podcast. We'll say the word and then we'll say secret word yep. afterwards and you know that that's the secret word so we're gonna make you work for it just a little yeah, bit all you okay gotta do is just tune in <laughs> just and tune in. listen and see what we have to offer to you and you could potentially win a nice 15 dollars starbucks gift card yay yeah, yeah. all so with all that said and done let's continue on so um for the month of february we stated that we are going to be featuring on space yes. because it was one of the things that uh jose and i had uh, we shared in common since he was since he was a young boy, and so we wanted to, to share some of that with you guys. Uh, so today we're going to talk about uh, NASA and X space and our space favorite guy. Oh, SpaceX! Sorry, yes, yes. <laughs> that and, was corrected. <laughs> <laughs> and our favorite guy, who is named Elon Musk. Yes, we're going to talk a little bit about him as well. So, NASA. Wow. So, a lot of things are happening with NASA. Yeah. So, Jose, tell us a little bit about what's going on oh. and what they're doing right now. I mean, I mean, the, the biggest, utmost thing for me is just the connectivity of all these different organizations, um, specifically with NASA and Space Force. Uh, NASA and Space Force, Space Force being the new military branch of our government, of our military who has recruited a lot of NASA, NASA astronauts. There's actually a NASA, a NASA astronaut on the International Space Station who is no longer an, a NASA astronaut. He is a guardian for the Space Force. And the guardians are the name of the individuals um, that are in the Space Force. Um, he is a colonel in the Space Force right now, floating above our heads. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's the, it's about the cooperation that these companies have to help grow our and expand our vision for space. I mean, NASA there they have a, a presidential order where they have to try to reach Mars by 2033. And to do that, they're they're doing a whole bunch of collab work with SpaceX and Space Force to try to make sure that we as a species can can do that. And we as a country, as the United States, can continue our what I would like to call our su- supremacy in space. Yay! Such exciting stuff, yeah. right? So now talk about a little bit how SpaceX uh, came into play with NASA. Uh, so the cool thing with that is um, recently they brought Americans back onto the International Space Station. They use their um, their Starship SN9. It's a, a prototype that they've been working on and uh, tested a lot. And they actually flew up some astronauts to do a nice docking and landing to the International Space Station. And the cool thing about SpaceX is that their technology is meant to be reused. It's not something like with a lot of our rockets today where as soon as they get shot off into space, half of that rocket is then thrown into our uh, thrown into, you know, space and just let adrift. Um, Elon Musk's plan, the plan of space for uh, SpaceX is to make everything that we use to bring you up reusable. So as soon as it comes back down, all we got to do is do a couple checks and make sure everything's good to go back up and send you on your way. And if it's not, replace it. You know, it's it's the whole it's a whole it's a thing. recycling yeah, it's, it's thing. It's all about keeping things yes. as easily accessible and not something where you have to build another multi million dollar or tank even throw or away. Or basically, but that's basically what they would do is you you have this stuff and then as soon as you're done with it, you throw it away to build more. And that's not very environmentally friendly. It's not very just space friendly. You know, it's not going to help us get to space any faster. But with SpaceX doing their reusable materials and things like that, that's going to get us there way quicker. Sadly, recently on some recent news, um, they did have a unsuccessful landing of an unmanned um, starship that they they, uh, had. It reached orbit. It did the whole thing. But coming down and landing was a little on the rougher side and did a little... Right. Flames and all. (laughs) So, but they're using that whatever was left over from that yes yeah exactly you know they, that's literally just gonna give them the data they need to push forward and to keep on building even better correct because they're looking at okay what went wrong exactly and what do we have to do to fix this exactly right and it's only getting better so yeah so it's it's so interesting to me because um one of the things that um that i was reading was that uh, they named the top five things mm-hmm. that happens to humans as they are exposed to space, space yeah. right? Um, so one of the things was uh, space radiation. People, people don't get it. As, as soon as you step outside our atmosphere, the sun's radiation has nothing to stop it. Nothing to stop it. So it's going to pierce everything and anything. And a lot of these men and women who go up, Sadly, they do come back with some form of cancer, one or another. Yeah, and that's I mean, something that that they're they're doing. They're they're striving to try to make on, better. You yes. know, some of the the spacesuits and you know a lot of the things that are lead lined and just trying to keep our astronauts and people who are going to space safe. Yes, and then on uh, number two, um, it's isolation and confinement. 
which I could imagine. Which um, destroys humans now, just in general. Like like sleep loss, yeah. right? And not being able to sleep because you're floating. Like, what human being is used to floating to sleep? No right. human being. That is something that has to be learned and taught and figured out over weeks and weeks and weeks. Oh, my gosh. So you wouldn't need, like, a sleep number bed up there, no, right? Just, every, just... Everything would be su- supported, technically, you know? Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of crazy how how a lot of i mean speaking of isolation you can see that in prisons when uh, a prisoner gets sent into isolation they don't get better you most of the time they get a lot worse it's just the human mind is not meant to be alone with itself i guess (laughs) (laughs) supposed to be other human minds that are supposed to interact we're a communal species so i mean yes we are we're we're used to uh being around others others yes so and then um, the distance from Earth, right? So, I mean, I, I just can't imagine being so far away, right? Uh, you're talking about communication delays, yep. right? Acu- uh, equipment failures. Yeah, what are you, yeah, you going to do if you're halfway to Mars and half your oxygen disappears? Oh, my gosh. Because your tanks blow up or something. Uh, right, yes. Yeah, yeah. That scary thought. Yeah, <laughs> these, these are a lot of things that, that they're, plan- like they're trying to plan ahead for. They're sending a lot of these unmanned space rovers or crafts, robots, whatever you want to call them, specifically for the Mars mission, ahead of our humans who are going to eventually go. So what this does is help them build a, basically a railroad. So if they needed, if they had an emergency, they would have something that's already halfway there. So they could stop, collect what they needed, and then move forward. And then once they're on Mars, they would have things already built for them, shelters, stores of oxygen, stores of food that these uh, robots or you know rovers or whatever you want to call them have already put in place for the human beings to, to work and build upon. And build upon, right. And then you have the, the gravity, which we talked a little bit about or lack of. Um, that destroys, destroys human bone density. Like you have NASA astronauts specifically on the Interna- International Space Station working out every single day just to make sure when they come home, their bones don't just whittle, whittle away. Like a lot of these astronauts coming home can't walk for a couple of days, like maybe even longer. And, you know, they have to do physical therapy and, and trust with all that uh, extra radiation as well. Like I could imagine how detrimental that is to a a human being's physiology and body. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, and then they talk about the hostile closed environments, right? So everyone knows how that is. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. So you're talking about uh, temperature, pressure, lightning, noise, um, you know, and, and the quantity of space because yeah, all of that is, if you're on an international space station, which isn't that big to begin with, with five or six individuals, you got to get along with those five to six individuals. You got to be able to work with them and and figure out a way to process negative emotions, because there is no way out. You can't just open a door and say bye. You can't just leave. Later. Yeah. Right. <laughs> ah! And everybody just dies. <laughs> that solves the problem, I guess. Right. <laughs> I guess. Right. But I mean, at the same token, it it, it teaches them uh, the tolerance. You know how to tolerate yes. uh, certain. You know, <laughs> I, I have always believed that for human beings to go into space, to go back to space, they they're going to need a whole new adjustment 
to their mental, physical, we're going to have to evolve into better beings. We're going to have to evolve to understand ourselves a lot better, to understand our surroundings a lot better, because we're not going to be able to go to a whole new planet Absolutely. and discover whole new things, things if we can barely deal with our own, own planet. planet. Absolutely. Like it's, that's, it's rough. Yes. Absolutely. That, that is so factual. Mm-hmm. And um, so the, the thing I'm really interested in, and um, I wanted to also uh, see if we can get some of our, our listeners yes. an opportunity to tune in and give us your favorite space movie. Yes. That's actually <laughs> going to coincide with uh, our, our, our future podcast where, where we might where we're going to be going over space movies and things like that. Yes. Um, to kind of further our space knowledge first we started with some space shows then we started with actual factual space things with nasa spacex and space, yes uh, uh, Force. so we would love to hear what your favorite uh space movie is so what is your okay i'll get well, let's let's see because i know yes. i have i probably i have a lot i have a lot. i know you have a lot um let's see we'll just do two um the, the s- number i'm going to start with number two the one that I think really stuck out to me because it was more of a, like a horror s type movie, but it was still very space oriented. Which I'm shocked um, because you're I not hate into horror. Horror, horror is, but that's the only reason I watched it because it had that space aspect to it. Okay. Um, uh, Event Horizon. It's basically about a ship, who its creator creates a new way to getting to tr- of transport. Basically, it's like a, a warp field that. Puts someone puts the ship in another dimension and ships them off to another space where it wanted to go. Um, but somehow this other dimension that the spaceship went to was hell. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine a spaceship coming back from hell. Well, kind of like Star Trek, right? That's how good kind of what Star Trek did. They just well, so the the bubble that they have around them in Star Trek is is what they call the warp field. Right. That's what protects them from right, right, other right, right. Weird, weird things, things that could happen have. while they're traveling. Um, so this ship obviously didn't have any sort of protection against any outside factors. So when it went goes to this realm that they consider hell, something takes over the ship, and so when the ship pops back into what we would consider normal normal human space and other humans go to investigate what went wrong some crazy shit goes down people die people kill each other it was not very nice not very nice no 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 (laughs) um but yeah that that had a little sci-fi horror to it um it's an older movie i think it was like late 90s um to early 90s or mid 90s um uh, i guess so for my number one number one space sort of fantasy movie it's more it's more about a specific planet than it is space but uh it does have some space aspects to it because they travel there um avatar avatar is with the uh the the blue aliens uh, the one the one planet that they go to to mine resources and to to benefit humankind more while also destroying another species in their planet it was sort of a, a a a representation of how human beings colonized less primitive areas when we first started, you know, when humans first started colonizing areas and saying, hey, I like your stuff. I'm smarter and I have better weapons than you are. So I'm taking your stuff. <laughs> and so they basically did this in this big dramatic movie where it doesn't take place on Earth. It takes place on another planet where this species who 
humans at the time consider inferior, considered not on par, you know, and then, you know, they try to destroy them and well, it's not fair. And then a human becomes an alien and is like, fuck that. <laughs> and, then, and then happily ever after, you know? There you go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So brings me mm-hmm. now to what I'm thinking that uh, Elon Musk must have, because uh, <laughs> his mind is Ooh, just. It runs 80 miles a minute, man. It is not even close to where our minds run. Right. So where did this uh, SpaceX, like, uh, what drove him to this? I think for him, he's always been somebody who's pushed to the next level. He saw that where we were in space travel, and he said, you know what? I see that a lot of these governments are doing these individual things for, like, the military or side things. But what about the everyday person? Because the everyday person thinks about space I mean, for some, a lot. Not not many others, but for for a lot of people, that's like they look up at the night sky and they're like, "Wow, that that could be something one day." They look at the moon, and like, "Wow, somebody could be up there." One day. <laughs> you know, and he was one of those people that was like, "Hey, I'm smart. I got money. I got some backers. I got people who believe the same type of thing I do. Why not?" And so, you know, like he started from PayPal. Tesla working on electric cars. Oh my gosh, which is your favorite, right? Because you can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to take me to where I need to go. I don't (laughs) need to drive myself. It's going to. I'm going to be able to sit in the back, you know, maybe bring my bong with me, special word, and keep things going. You know, I I don't know. Like, is that okay? Can you do that? If your car can drive yourself, I think you can do. I think so. I mean, it it makes it okay. I don't know. Like, are they going to change the laws because of that now? You (laughs) know, they would have to. Because even they would have to. Even with the Teslas now, they have the automated driving thing, but you have to have your hands on the steering wheel. Be like, do you have your designated driver? Uh, yeah. (laughs) It's the car. Lolo. (laughs) (laughs) That's my car's name. (laughs) (laughs) Lolo, come and get me. I'm a little tipsy. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, you go out, your car just drives you home. You know what? Back before cars, people were actually against cars for for many reasons. But one of the main reasons were a lot of men could go out, get drunk, jump on their horse, fall asleep, but the horse will still take them home. You can't get drunk. Really? Yes. That It is really funny, because, but that is very true. Is a... So if you got drunk, you you hopped on your horse. Your horse knows where it's going. Well, the this horse is, is true. taking you right back to its the stable. You're gonna at least fall asleep in your home surroundings, right? But with a car, you can't get drunk and go anywhere. You have to manually focus, manually drive it. So people are like, "What the fuck? I like to drink a lot." And so that changed the whole thing but then people are like all right well we can't keep on using horses for shit these cars carry a lot more oh, only the and... only reason why i didn't want to keep using horses was because they had to clean the yeah, shit there was behind lots it. of shit <laughs> uh, you know the big negative behind horses was shit was shit <laughs> i think shit was because then you had, you had to have street cleaners for shit oh my gosh the road right. just smells like shit, shit. <laughs> come on you're probably used to it back then. Now you won't really. But like, worry. hey, let's just throw some gas in it. We'd be alright. Yes. Oh, yep. I'd, I'd rather smell gas than shit, <laughs> which is completely fine. I definitely agree. Uh-huh. But I'm definitely down for for Mr. Elon Musk and his electric cars, and and hopefully, 
getting us away from petroleum eventually. You know, I know we still heavily rely on a lot of resources that deal with petroleum-based products, and that is going to be something that we slowly, hopefully slowly but surely get away from because all it's truly doing is helping us in the short term, but in the long term for, for children like my daughter who is six years old, it's only going to make it harder for her to live her life. Yeah. And it's already happening in China where they can't even breathe the air. They can barely breathe their air sometimes in in some of their major cities because of all the pollution. Yeah. And And it's really sad. That is super sad. It is really sad. Because that's not what Earth was intended for to begin with. At all. So, I mean. And there are natural processes where the Earth can take that bad air and make it good. However, what we're doing to our forest, our natural forest, destroying those and keeping the, those the ocean yeah the ocean is just absorbing carbon dioxide at an alarming rate, rate and people people don't realize these yeah. things and but with with ingenuity like with a man like elon musk who is trying to get us away from our self-interest yes and more to the Absolutely. global interest like yes his the the main mission for spacex is uh, uh multi-planetary giving us the ability to not just have one source of resources, one source of a home, where we can be billions strong and not be like, oh man, but what about the children who are star- starving in Africa? We would we would hopefully, with the successes of space, help solve so many issues on this planet right now. And that's, that's the main goal that I would like to receive, and I think that's the main goal of a lot of these people who are heading these programs. Yeah, which is gonna be really awesome. Yeah. So, there you have it. Yes. Right? So, um, in a nutshell, this is our perspective in space and how we feel that... Uh, Progress is, is, is going. And, and for me, I mean, and I know for you, too, it's 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 looking good. It is. It really is. And, mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, I'll be alive to see uh, a lot of... A lot of these uh, looking, new... It's definitely looking good for a lot of us. Well, I'm 33, yeah. so I'll be around for 2033, yep. hopefully. That's only another 12, 13 yeah. years to go. Yeah, it's so there's going to be a lot of um, interesting things happening, yes. that's for sure. As long as nothing else gets in the way. <laughs> We can never predict that. Yeah, we can never predict that. But anyway, uh, something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, for our next podcast that's going to be coming up, we're going to be talking about space movies. Yes. So it'll be really, really interesting to listen to your favorite space movies. And we'll love. pick a couple of those favorites out there and we'll talk a little bit more about them. Um, so please tune in and give us your your favorite space movies. And then for podcast number four, um, Jose is going to finish off our space series and he's going to have a special guest with him, hopefully, um, to finish that off. Yes. And in between, um, we're going to have the remainder of Jack starting off with this new entrepreneur uh, little shop with resin. I've never heard of that before until they... They're making these. They're making self-defense weapons. Like, it is... It is containers it is kind of crazy that it is i mean and and it looks really really neat yes you know like the all the different things that they're that they're making so they're going to talk a little bit about their their little sidekick and how they came about it and what is all this resin stuff um so i'm really excited to hear about uh their their little next um, yes and and please guys don't forget about our little contest the 15 dollar gift card 
um, if you please, you know, listen in there. That special word was announced. And so the 21st comment on our uh, on our board or our email or whatever, they're going to be the ones to receive that $15 gift card to Starbucks. And then for March, just to give you a little insight yes, of our what month. our next month podcast is going to be, Focusing March on. Music Madness. So I'm really excited. I already have a couple of interviews with uh, the lead guitarist, John Marshall from Skinny Skinny Mammy. So he's going to be joining us. And then uh, hopefully, and then we're going to have also Brian Elliott. He is a single soloist guitar player. He's also very, very talented. He's also going to be joining us. Um, And then uh, we have a couple of other surprises coming up for March as well. So please tune in. And thank you so much for tuning us in for yes. this podcast. And so hopefully the future ones as well. Yay. All right, guys. So thank you so much. This is Carmen. And this is Jose. And we are Jacked. Peace.